0: Hey, what's going on, turds? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast. Here I am. It is seven fifty-one on the twenty-fourth of June, twenty twenty-one. It is a Thursday evening. It's it's really nice out. Got a brilliant sun, reluctant to fade below the canopy, below the horizon. Seventy-seven degrees out. Been a long day at the office, a little healthy balance chiropractic action, a little shout out, helped a bunch of people, had some laughs, I'll tell you, I woke up this morning feeling like, fucking, I don't know, like I, I like I emerged from a black hole, I slept so soundly, I guess I was so fucking tired, <clears throat> that I just slept very deeply. And when I emerged I was um I was like uh beat up for a while. Like I took a a nice hot shower, then I, I took a fierce cold shower just to kinda wake my ass up. Went downstairs, grabbed my gear, head out of the house, got all kinds of little everything going on. I got fucking text messages to return, I got uh, money to collect for my big ass fox carving, the predator's perch. Trying to coordinate that. <clears throat> Trying to put, you know, prepare for a day when I have to have um, some of my staff are out. So I have a fill in. My friend Suzanne, she's awesome. She's a great friend. And she helped out very well, quite a bit got everything done well, finished a book in the process, it's an easy job, you know, it's a good job, healthy balance, you get to see some um, some true characters out there, all wonderful people whom I love, there's some characters, I, uh, I had a guy, I'll just, just come out with this, I had a guy tell me, and I love this guy, man, guy's probably in his thirties, extremely articulate, handsome guy. He told me that, uh, you know, he used to live in the Southwest. And I said, Oh, you're from this area. How did you wind up in the Southwest? He said that he, him and his buddies said, Oh, we want to go somewhere. We want to get out of Dodge and see a part different parts of the country. Let's move out there, you know? And they figured out oh, the cost of living there was very expensive. What are we going to do? So he took a job at a, You know, went out to the Southwest, lived in Phoenix, worked in a call center for a while, and um, him and his, his buddy had a stripper girlfriend, and she went out there too, and she was like everybody's girlfriend, and no surprise there... What happened? I said, you know, he told me about that. They moved out there together. They all lived together. The girl was a stripper. She finally left. So you ever hear whatever happened to that stripper? You know, I figured that had to be a good story. And he said that, um, she went to Burning Man, came down with West Nile virus and then married a guy who made pillows, like marketed pillows, and sold them online that were, looked like penises and cat anuses. I said, this is the best thing I've heard all day, bro. I mean, this is incredible to hear a story like this. This this gentleman, who, again, he's a white guy, he's like very good looking dude, very very um, professional, <laughs> he's great, he listens to uh, documentaries, he likes to watch documentaries like I do, he likes to um, <clears throat> debate the big questions of life, Have some nice stimulating philosophical conversations. He took a job after the call center. He moved back home and he worked for a uh, adolescent prison, like a juvenile hall home. And the one kid who he who was under his supervision was really, you know, evil guy, aggressive and he would call this guy, my friend, Twilight, because he looked like one of the, <laughs> he looked like one of the fucking, uh, the, you know, the, the kids who fit his description, like really white, really, um, handsome, really, um, I don't know what the term, but if you, know, you ever seen the show Twilight, you know that... It's like a soap opera, but with vampires, young vampires, and there's all these things. I never even watched a fucking episode of the show, but anyway, this inmate, this juvenile delinquent would refer to my friend who was a prison guard as Twilight. So that's magnificent. That's outstanding. Just an interesting guide. So that was cool that was a high note. Very interesting. Love this guy. Love his family. What else happened today? Had a little girl come in, uh, with her grandma and her grandma's wearing these very like cool, almost like surfer mirrored sunglasses. And the girl, I'm playing songs to her and then a dog comes in. Uh, with its owner, a dog's being trained for cutest dog in the world. You know, it's a labradoodle or a double doodle, whatever that is. It's a pretty tall dog. Curly hair. Um, so kind, so gentle. Great affect. And I love him. I snuggle on him. His owner's there. She's training the dog to be um, Therapeutic and be looking for uh, seizures. And so the the owner's in there, and she's doing, uh, she's seeing me as a chiropractor, so I'm manipulating joints, and joints that need some extra movement, which we're working on her very diligently and helping her a great deal, I believe, but she was doing, like, She she can take her arms and uh, clasp her hands in the front of her and then bring her arms over so that her shoulders almost look like they're dislocated. Like something you would see in a, a circus. You'd see something like this in a circus. She did that. Then she did a thing where... She does a A bridge Like a back arch You're on the ground Plant your feet Bring your arms over your, you, you thrust your pelvis up in the sky And then You rest your I mean it look It looked like a fucking scorpion I couldn't believe she was in this position You know And Then I gave her My meteor to her because her boyfriend works for a granite countertop company, and they have a water jet cutter, so it can cut very precisely, very precisely this, uh, this meteor, what could be a meteor. I told you guys about my meteor before, you know, and that it's magnetic and all pitted, and. It's very heavy for its size. I feel, um, I think it could be a fucking meteor. I don't know. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised at healthy balance. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it was a meteor. Another guy come in, this old timer. I I think I mentioned him before. I've really connected with him, but we couldn't be more different in, in so many ways. Guys, and you're talking about it. <clears throat> Politics and I'm just not even having it, not even engaging, not taking the bait, and I don't want to talk about it. He hates <laughs> Biden whenever he sees Biden on television, he wants to punch him in the face. Like, okay. And another patient who is. Uh, Right now, probably, she's probably, at least my age, pushing 50, and she takes Taekwondo, and she's sparring tonight. So that's interesting. I showed her a move that I suggest she try. You kick low, and then you punch high, like a bang, bang, boom, bing kick somebody in the shin, and then they double themselves over, or even you fake to the shin, they think you're going low, and then you punch them right in the face. When they try to uh, cover them, their uh, leg or step back, they inevitably hunch forward, stoop a little bit in their posture, and then you punch them right in the nose. That's a freaking doozy, man. A doozy. Of course, don't do that to anybody, but just a crazy fucking world, it's a beautiful thing, I'm excited, sometimes I'm like, a lot of these these things I'm telling you, it's a lot for me, it's too much, like I'm tired right now, I'm I'm pretty tired, standing all day, talking all day, Um, we got a devil dog in front of us here, Um, Marine Corps license plate, separate five, devil dog, Still going on, hard dick. You know, so. I was my fucking neighbor behind me. I don't know where he go comes and goes from. Guy's sitting, standing out there. I know he smokes his fucking nasty cigarettes. I saw his cigarette butts along the curb. I'm sure he flicks them right by my house because I don't think we care for one another. And I like most people. I gotta think. I gotta find that uh, that song, the lyrics to that song. I think it's by Justin Timberlake, or or that's another that fucking nerd, um, Justin Bieber, where he says, "My do- my my mom likes everyone, but she don't like you." Whatever, however that song goes. So I like most people. I don't like this guy. He smokes his cigarettes, and you see him out there. I think he takes drives just to smoke his cigarettes. So he can get away from his family. Hey, I said it. I don't give a fuck. It's probably not even him behind me. Um, But I think the guy's Peter. So, listen, I'm excited. Two minutes from home. I got a half a day to work tomorrow. And then I want to get the fuck out of here. Just like a... I love my life. I love my work. You know, all that shit. It's just that when you get closer and closer to... A goal, or uh, you know, a departure date where you're finally getting on that plane, or you're finally packing up the truck and, and going, and uh, at the end of that road is going to be an adventure, or um, uh, our you know rest and relaxation, uh, a full week without work, just options, things that you can do on your lonesome, by your lonesome, you know, or by, with your family to sit lakeside to go out around riding around on jet skis or we got a fucking poom, uh poon, pontoon boat we rent and we um it's got a second it's got a freaking roof on it. It's got a a slide on that roof. So you can anchor the boat and freaking turn on the freaking hose to irrigate that slide and then climb up and practice your dives, your slides off of that thing and plunge into the cool water and just feel weightless in that water. Smell that just general kind of aquatic environment, um, the life of the water and the lake doesn't quite smell, or doesn't smell quite as badly as uh, the bay, like low tide, like farts, sulfuric or anything like that. it um it's more subtle than that but maybe of algae and fucking fish turds and stuff like that I don't know yeah it's my neighbor he's a fucking Peter smoking nasty little cigarettes probably got a full ashtray in there Peter ah it wasn't him but I still don't fucking like that guy um I have arrived at my fucking home here. I cannot believe it. It's 8 o'clock at night. I can't get home before 8 o'clock at night. I don't know what's up with that, but it's just the way my days go. It feels good to be serving people. It feels good to be wanted and relied upon. I've got folks who... Um, who I care very much for, I love them, and I'm honored that they rely upon me, but you know how vacations are, they're they're therapeutic because it's a comparison, it's a different environment, it's just assuming your own time, and it's stressful in a way, it's like you stress, right, EU stress, means good stress because you can do what you want to do, you can sleep in, you can wake up early, you can run, you can walk, you can drink, you can eat, you can do whatever the fuck you want, and just relax, kick back, and by the time that week is through, you're like, "Ah, I'm ready to go home, just want to get, you know, just want to get home, and work around the house and carve my wood and see my patients and all that stuff. So distance makes the heart grow fonder. I think it's important to do this sort of thing. And I'm excited. I got to tell you, I don't know if I'm having an opportunity to, uh, to podcast. I probably will on my way home tomorrow. But we're leaving on Saturday morning. we got the dog sitter scheduled. We got uh, packing done, I'm sure. I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish leading up to this, you know, every year we wait until, unfortunately we, especially this year with the fucked up COVID cooties, you wait until, um, and you work your ass off every year at work and school and, and fulfilling all your commitments and (laughs) returning all those emails and grading all those papers and adjusting all those patients and, you know billing all the insurance companies and returning all the fucking correspondence in so many ways and just get through all these these details that you, you just, you, they're part of life, but they're just, there's more to life than that. And you just long for that time when you can you plan your vacation and this is designated time off. Where we're not doing shit, but what we want to do these are the things that we have to do, and even though we might enjoy them and love them, um, we need that time to, to recharge and to do something, you know, like a reward. Uh, um, some kind of a reward, a prize, something at the end of the, uh, the rainbow, that pot of gold, whatever that means to you. I and mean, we're going to see some family. We're going to live that lake life. We're going to have some nice meals. We're going to experience some togetherness. And that, that is what's special about this trip to Michigan. So I can't wait for it. I can't wait to see those sunsets over the Lake Makatawa. And I can't wait to, you know, to to rejoice and and spend time with our friends and family. And I don't want to talk about any of the usual stuff. I want to catch up on old times and I want to enjoy our time together and and just savor it because the kids are growing and I'm not getting any younger. So just spend time together. Maybe get to know each other a little bit better. Experience some things together. Relax. But leading up to this, I did everything that we... We did everything we could possibly do. We frickin held up our end of the obligations we worked hard we made a good living we supported our family and our children in school and we had a lot of laughs despite a really fucked up year and we made it through it and now it's time for us to enjoy ourselves and so that's exactly what we're gonna do it's what we must do you know with my wood carving, which I, I, I love and is, is therapy for me, I created some real beautiful pieces of art, you know, that people are, are enjoying right now. They, I've made a bunch of owls, some foxes, big-ass carving over here, the predator's perch, bears, several of them. Um, I made them with my own hands and some power tools and some dreaming, uh, you know, and some guidance from the client. Um, this has kept me sane. And I need this in my life. I love to make things. I love to make them for people who will appreciate them. And I just put the last coat of varnish on that predator's perch last night. I got to, I come back, I'm going to finish up this owl I'm looking at. as its cellulose flesh meets an equilibrium with the environment so that it doesn't all crack at once and fall apart. I'm gonna make it, I'm seasoning it right now. I'm gonna seal it, I'm gonna bring it over to see my buddy Aaron and I'm going to drop off a bunch of t-shirts commemorating my friend Z and the exploits and the adventures of our gang and that's been a long time coming we lost my friend I don't know four months ago six months ago so ordered those shirts carved some friggin wood made some beautiful things for people to appreciate made some money in the process educated some students in anatomy and physiology Adjusted people's pain away, educated them, made them laugh. It's all good work. It's a good life. I love my life. I'm thankful for it. Thankful for everyone that uh, that I mention, that I discuss in the course of these podcasts. I love it. I love it all. Even the ones I might complain about sometimes, and the stories I might tell that are freaking zany and extremely amusing. It's interesting. If things were all fucking the usual, then wouldn't life be boring? can't be doing the same old shit day after day after day and hearing the same old talking points and stories. Even this guy I complained about, this grumpy old man, I think I inspired him to pull out his old tools and get back to work. He's talking about some jobs that he did and how he feels great. You know, you can't We told told me just what I knew to be true, that uh, he couldn't wait to stop working and then give him a while and he's like fucking miserable without some sort of work. You're aimless unless you have something to do. Whatever that is. You could be carving wood. You could be working at a fucking Walmart or or Costco. You could be um, working at a juvenile home with inmates labeling you um twilight i have a friend I'll end with this a friend of mine is very um very smart guy very uh has some weight problems but uh is very intelligent very he's got so much going for him and he's getting a little bit older maybe 60 <coughs> talking about getting his ideal job would be working in the entertainment industry, booking music gigs. And he said, you're going to get me better so that I can stand and work in, in this capacity to, you know, work the door or somehow be involved with a, a local uh, venue that would have musical acts and, and comedy and entertainment. And I know some people in, in these industries, and uh, I know one partic- in particular that works for a casino down in Philly, Park's Casino. And he, he books these gigs and he's worked in radio and worked in TV and worked in a lot in various capacities in these industries. I would love to connect him with my friend. Because I, I do believe this guy, even though he might be approaching retirement age, the guy's got a lot going for him. He's smart. He's fucking brilliant. He's uh, he's articulate. He's a good-looking guy. You know, he's hard working. But he's just got some mobility issues. He's got some pain. He's got some weight issues. He's got some strikes against him and I I worry about him. I think about all these all of us that have these lives that we're trying to live and the dreams that we're trying to realize. And we all think that, you know, it's just that simple. Like I just maybe I just gotta work harder. You know, we gotta we gotta get to the point, you know, like our time is precious and it's fucking ticking away. Not to make us anxious about it or anything, but tomorrow may never come. So you gotta live for today. That means my friend needs to fucking, I need to get him out of pain. I need to fucking help him lose weight. I need to help people sleep and help people dream and help people laugh. And we need to be good to each other. We ain't got time to be fucking arguing over stupid shit. There's too much good to do. Somebody asked me how, uh, same guy asked me how the DDIP Reconnect went, which, uh, as I pointed out, it went real fucking well. It went so well that with 85 people in attendance and probably approaching that number, um, squeamish or unable to attend for whatever reason, with a conflict, whatever their situation is, I'm tempted, I'm inspired to do something with that energy, with the fact that that many people showed up following, on the tail end of a uh, viral pandemic, people showed up and stood in the grass and did calisthenics and stretches, and sounded off and, and gathered. And people want that, they want to come together for some sort of common good. They do. They might not realize that at this point. They don't might not get that just yet. Wonder what it would take for them to finally come together. Smell the roses and realize that we have so much in common. We just need to help each other and understand each other. And look on the bright side of life because this shit this clock is ticking away. Lost too many good people recently to feel any different. You know, too many people diagnosed with ridiculous afflictions and sometimes they wind up in a hospital and never fucking come out. Hell to the no. Time to put the fire under the asses of the masses. One thing that I, every vacation I consider is I try to reflect upon what I'm doing that is useful for me, for my family, for my community, for humanity, and make an assessment of, you know, what what are my successes and what are my failures? What do I need to improve upon if I'm going to do even more good and help even more people? How can I do it and not burn myself out, be how can I lean on other people to help me in my journey you know I can say one thing it's hard it's hard doing all the things that I do I'm, I'm glad it's not easy you know I'm glad that it's hard but you know you hear me belly aching about the things that occupy my time or that my professions My I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, a friend that I haven't seen in a while and I met his wife and I dropped off that carving and said, he goes, they said oh you teach too, you teach oh, you teach anatomy and you run a chiropractic practice and you you know carve wood with a chainsaw and drove in the rain for two hours one way to drop this carving off and he said uh, when do you have any time to rest you know like I'm doing a lot I like to do a lot. But I would like to work smarter, not harder. And like, I need some help. Uh, And uh, there there are times when I'm optimistic about... I I do have a lot of help. You know, I have my my family, I have my my office staff. I have a lot of friends that are willing, they're standing by willing to help. But, and I, I have to believe that... I can rely more upon them to get things, to realize things, but I need to find that direction, that goal. I need to simplify and try to distill out what it is I'm trying to do and determine the best use of my time. There are some days when I feel like, you know, I feel like if I don't show up, nothing happens. Everything falls to the ground, you know, and that sort of self-importance serves me too, you know, because I, I know that that's true. I, I do know, I mean, look, nobody shows up, if I don't show up to the office, no patients get fixed, no, you know, no money comes in. If I don't show up to teach, well, the students aren't going to learn anatomy what I, in the way that I feel is the best, most productive way, most beneficial way for their future, being future clinicians. If I don't, Carve wood. I mean, I think about the countless things that I've carved. Uh, what I feel, I can't even remember them. I haven't taken. I've taken pictures of all of them. So they're somewhere saved electronically. But I, um, there are things that I carved that I probably forgot about. You know, and DDIP, the hundreds and thousands of people that trained and were connected to the organization and the good that it did and that collective beneficence, that, that, that goodness that we did in putting fire into the asses of the masses. If I didn't show up, I mean, I delegated considerably. I had some great instructors, some great people who supported the organization and, and helped make it what it was. But I feel sometimes that if I don't show up, shit ain't going to get done. I mean, if I, if I hired an associate and had them work in my office, I'm fairly certain that 75% of my patient base wouldn't show up for their appointments, you know, there are days they don't show up for me. (laughs) Not that I'm that special, but, um, I feel like I'm Atlas holding up the world sometimes. Is that an ego? Is that what that is? There are days... Look, there are days where I wish that I didn't... Uh, where I could just make widgets. Where I could just... If I could just teach. Let's say I just a full-time teacher. Teaching anatomy. You know, I might be great at it, but... Um, you know, just doing a job. Or if I worked in a factory. And I was just putting fucking boxes on a shelf or something like that I don't know I, I'm, on some level I think that life would be simpler like that but in another sense I'm pretty sure that I would find a way to stack those boxes and uh, whistle while I worked so that I was prom- well promoted well and or at least counted upon and promoted ahead of my peers that's what I try to do you know, it's not something I'm doing to as a sense of competition or anything like that. I just I like to do things well. I like to feel like I'm I'm doing my best, like there's integrity about my work and my life. I wanna do anything fucking half ass. And I think that's what makes me successful, that's what also purges me of much of my energy. That's why you hear me um, sometimes ranting, exhausted. And there's many, believe me, these podcasts. I don't even know if you're with me at this point still, but plenty of these podcasts. I start and I get 15 minutes into and I'm like, ah, this is fucking, I don't like it. (laughs) You know, I don't feel like I'm going in the right direction. I don't feel inspired. So anyway, after 35 minutes, I'm fucking signing out. I'm going to go eat a meal, get a good night's sleep finish it strong tomorrow, and to go the fuck away and vacation for seven days. I love y'all, but I don't want to hear from you guys, all right? <laughs>